Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We wanted to take a moment to say thank you to our newest patron, Alex. Thank you so much for the support. Another huge thanks to Archer of Old on iTunes for the amazing review. Yeehaw, D&D. What else could you want? There's gays, there's crime, there's decapitation. A fitting description. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if you've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language and mature themes. Beyond vast deserts and towering cities of steel and steam, forgotten groves and dark forests lay hidden in plain sight. The world holds its breath as each piece is set for the game to conclude. With each step I take, I feel the strength of all those who came before me, running with me, guiding me. With each step they take, the cracks grow wider and the fractures deepen within her heart. With each step I take, I feel myself on the other side of a mirror and reality slips further from my grasp. I hear the wilds, and feel who I am meant to become. I hear the wilds, and change is balanced on the tip of a blade. I hear the wilds, and know it is only a matter of time. This is the Feywild West. These are the spaces beyond the door. Let's be legendary. door to Felicia's place behind you opens and closes again and James comes out. Sorry, I had to infringe upon our hospitality for a minute more. Everything alright? Uh, yeah. Just need to discuss uh, some issues. Discuss some issues, huh? Everything okay? Good look on Celine <laughs> 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 Everything- <laughs> just needs like the tiniest suggestion of, ooh, scandal. <laughs> She's just like, <laughs> on it. <laughs> uh, everything's, everything's fine. Well, I have to go buy a cat. That's right, you were saying that. I am going to go fill out paperwork. Do you have a spot to stick the door tonight? No, I was actually going to ask if I could use a wall. Yeah, sure, just uh, use the one outside my office. Can do. <laughs> you sure about that, James? Yes. Hmm. Uh, just over his shoulder. I'm going to go now. Have fun buying a cat. <laughs> See you, boss. <laughs> Say what you will about Celine. She switches topics pretty quick. <laughs> like, oh no, existential crisis about my whole entire existence in my body, and uh, do I even belong here? And oh, someone to mess with? Oh yes. <laughs> now here's a question: Does Airbike even have like pet stores? course they do. I don't know. This is Wild West, but this is a luxury area. This, so. yeah. this is a luxury area. So 
Yes, there is a pet store. Wonderful. Do they have kittens? Better yet, what do they have? They actually have um, an interesting menagerie. Do they have an ostrich? No. (laughs) That was really random. Do they have slots? No. You do find that the place is called Katie's Zoo. So we walk in. Are there other people in there? There are. There are actually a couple of parents with children. Awesome. Is there a clerk or something? There are two people in the shop. A younger woman and an older woman. The older woman looks half-elf. Okay. The younger lady looks like she's mostly human. Her ears have like a tiny bit of a point to them. I walk directly up to them. So which one of you is the owner? Uh, that would be me, the the older lady. <laughs> Hi. So I have a predicament. Yes. I need to find a kitten, but I want my daughter to pick it out. Uh-huh. Yes. So how much do you want when those individuals, and I point to the people already in there, uh, when they leave... How much do you want to close shop for an hour? Uh, I'm sorry? Our daughter is noise sensitive. She has um, sensory issues where too many people are not good for her. So when those people leave, can you shut the shop for an hour and let her pick out a kitten? Oh. And I'll pay you for however long, for how much it is. Oh, uh, uh, well, um... The younger lady puts her hand on the older lady's hand. It's it's all right, Grandma. For an hour, you say? Yeah. That'll be 100 gold. I give her 100 gold. She actually goes and turns the sign around to say... Out to lunch. Yeah, essentially out to lunch. She does tell the people that are already in, take your time. There's no rush. We're just closing up for uh, an hour or two. Are there birds? There are, yeah. Okay, I'm going over to the bells. Okay. I'm going to wait until the people are gone, though. Yeah. To get Adrian. Yeah. Are they, like, just out or are they behind glass? They are in cages, like wire cages. Uh-huh. And there are a variety of different birds from parakeets to cockatoos to parrots to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was a cockatoo. I'm, like, bobbing my head up and down and it's bobbing yeah. back in. And... <laughs> and then, like... You can you can, you can talk to I all I can't of- speak with animals! <laughs> and I talk to everyone! Oh boy. <laughs> oh, there are several birds. There are also a couple of different kinds of corvids. A couple mm-hmm. uh, ravens and crows. And there is a blue jay. I've never seen a blue crow. <laughs> Oh, ooh, I talk too fast. Ooh, I talk too fast. What's the biggest bird? Is that toucan? <laughs> she looks at me like, I can't believe you're actually asking me this and making me roll for it. And what no. are they? Damn it! There's no toucan. As you have the spell active, a bunch of them are just shouting at each other to shut up. <laughs> the reason why birds call is to sound it's off territory. It's, it's just, just, they're basically all shouting at each other to shut up! Mine! Yeah. 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 Mine, mine, mine. 
Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, this is my perch. Yeah. I own it, you know? <laughs> Sleep just looks like so happy. Are you they okay? It's cleaning at each other. Dude, shut up. <laughs> the people that are here to look for pets are watching Sully now. <laughs> okay, I go over to the biggest scowl in my car. Okay. Good morning. Fuck off. <laughs> How about you fuck off? You fuck off. No, you fuck off. <laughs> well, you're rude. Okay, fine. <laughs> now the parents are like covering the child's ears and they're kind of like ushering them out of the store. Oh, thank you. Your parents are very rude. Did you know that? I slide them another hundred. <laughs> I apologize. She takes it just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought that they would be nice. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> um, it's okay, honey. Okay, so fine. I'm going to go over to the uh, ravens. Okay. One of them's just cleaning its feathers. The other one's just giving you a side eye. Those macaws are terribly rude. They're always complaining. I believe it. I believe it. They're all screaming at each other to shut up. <laughs> when they're not doing that... They're loudly complaining that the air is too dry. It's the desert. Of course it's fucking dry. Anyway, how are you? Ruffles. Bird, bird shock yeah. shrugs. Yeah. Uh, as also crows. Mm-hmm. You want to go talk to them. Okay. Have you ever seen a white crow? One of them will say that one of its siblings from its hatching was a white crow, but their mother pushed it out of the nest. Ah, yes. That happens. A lot. I have never seen a blue crow motion towards a blue jay. He thinks he's very fancy. He's always yelling about how pretty his feathers are. Well, let's be clear, he's not wrong. Bird truck again. <laughs> I go over to the blue jay. You have such pretty feathers. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you know that because they are just so pretty. I know. Charlie, I'm buying this bird. How about you don't? How about I do? How about you don't? How much for the blue crow? Uh, the blue jay. They're, they're known as... They're called jays. Uh, it's a crow, though. Y- yeah, yes, well, um... 150. You know that he's really, really vain. I'm certain he is. Yes, he tell, he's telling me how great he looks. May I... Are the people gone? Yeah, no, they left, yeah. Okay. Can I borrow a wall, please? An empty wall. Uh, just kind of looks around. Um... Actually, can I just use your front door? Uh, you, you need to leave? No. You know what? Never mind. So I go up to the door uh-huh. and I stick the door handle on the opposite side. Right. The door is, and then I, <laughs> uh, I'll be right back and I open our door. Uh-huh. And uh, step uh, inside. Oh, no, no, don't, don't worry. It's perfectly safe. Adrian? Usually. Death? I close it, like, yeah. so they don't have to see. Yeah? Where are you two? Uh, upstairs, hang on. And they both come down. Okay. So, Adrian? Mm-hmm? Had a thought. Remember I promised you I was gonna get you someone like Jareth has? With Whitney? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Jareth, you're welcome to come out. Your mother's screaming at birds. <laughs> Oh, okay. But it is a little loud in there because there are a lot of birds. And your mother. And your mother <laughs> talking to them. 
Are there people? No. Well, there's the shop owners, but there's only two. Well, okay. So, you're going to pick out a kitten, okay? Okay. So, I pick her up and head back out the door. You coming, Jareth? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You can watch your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Supervise your mother, please. (laughs) Also, don't let her buy the blue crow, whatever she's calling it. Oh, okay. So they come out and the shop owners are just staring at the door. DMP does the strangest things, don't we? Oh, yes. Anyway, I'm talking to an iguana now. What? What's it? (laughs) What is it? Where is the rest of your clutch? You are a baby dragon, right? (laughs) Where is your mom? Don't know. Don't know. Dahlia! 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 What? There's a baby dragon. Uh, that's not a dragon, honey. Oh, uh, yeah. No, are you looking at it? It is a fucking dragon. Wait, I know what a fucking uh, dragon looks like. That's um, a dragon. That, 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 that's a lizard, ma'am. What do you fucking think dragons are? Hey. Hey, 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 hey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The birds were swearing at me, and I, and I, it, I, Jared, please supervise your mother. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? The younger lady kind of takes one look at Jareth. And goes, Grandmama, don't you need to um, clean some of the cages in the back? Oh. Oh, good. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, dear. I, uh, I'll go uh, get on that. And she leaves. She hasn't seen Jared she yet. She hasn't seen her. Yeah. I apologize. Um, my grandmother uh, is can be uncouth. Thank you. Chinchilla. Jareth. I'm talking to the chinchillas now. Jareth. <laughs> Kid, I'll, I'll give you ten gold if you go tell you go watch your mother. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> hello, right. hello, little chinchilla. Hello. Ah! How are you down there? Hungry. I'm buying this thing. <laughs> <laughs> with a I'm buying this dust no. mouse. <laughs> Ma- Mom, no. Yes. No. Yes. Mom said no. Mom is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm taking the reason we came here in the first place. Mm-hmm. Taking her over to kittens. Right. All right, honey. You get one. You can pick whichever one you want. So she looks down at the, the crate of kittens and petting all of them. Just one? Why? You're all so cute. I know, honey, but someone else wants some, too. Okay. Can I just play with them for a little bit? Yeah, you've got time. Good boy. Okay. She's gonna, like, take two or three of them out of the box and just sit on the floor with them. In the meantime, uh, <laughs> the hamsters that are next to the chinchilla have all mm-hmm. started to, like, talk in unison at uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. And it's, they're constantly... Talking over okay, each other. Okay, they're over each other, not in unison. Yeah, they're okay. not, not in unison. I was unison, like, wow, like... those are really, really well-organized hamsters. <laughs> no, no. Okay. No, no. They're all talking over each other about how <laughs> the other one, like, stole some of their food or how they just, like, spent the entirety of yesterday just chasing each other around their cage. And it was, like, the best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> how long does that last again? Ten minutes. Spell? Yeah. Ten minutes. So... Somewhere about there that the, that the spell wears off. Are there rabbits? Yeah, there, yeah, there's a rabbit. Yeah, there's a couple of rabbits. Hmm. Are they in cages? Yep. Hmm. Sorry, I didn't get to talk to you. 
just twitches its nose at you. <laughs> My heart breaks. Look, like it's so precious. <laughs> Adrian plays with the cats and comes away with one that is all black except for the very tips of its paws. They're white. Oh, <laughs> does it have Does it have pink toe beans too? Yes. This one. <laughs> that one? Mm-hmm. All right. I get all the cat things. Cat mean to be an indoor cat. <laughs> and I actually don't know what those are, so I'm going to need some help. Right, so... I've never had indoor cats. I've had bond cats. So the girl, she introduces herself as Lisa. Lisa. She helps to get you, like, all the things to, for the cat to be an indoor cat. It's going to cost you about 20 gold. I hand it over. I'm still looking at the rabbits. She, she takes it and gets it all bagged up. Thank you for your business. Thank you for accommodating us. Before we leave, may I hold one of the rabbits? Most certainly. And she goes and... That white one. Yeah, she comes and opens up the cage and hands it over. Careful, they have a, a bit of a powerful kick. Oh. We don't oh, want them getting like away. like hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm very careful. And yeah. I'm just holding it. Yep. Just chilling. Yep. His, his nose twitches. I'm going to go put... I'm going to go take Adrian home real quick. Okay. Uh, Jareth, are you stayed out here with us, or you want to come in? I'll, I'll, go with, I'll go with Adrian. All right. Stick them back mm-hmm. in the house. I'm sorry, what is that? that... It's, it's a tiefling. It's very good. It's a pocket. It's a oh. pocket to the house. <laughs> See new things every day. DMP. Hmm. You okay? Oh, yes. And the rabbit back. He's very soft. Mm, yes. Rabbits are. The, uh, they're in cages, not glass. All right, yeah. Okay, cool. Ready? For anything. All right, then. We gotta go talk to Ernest. Oh, shit, we do. Yeah. So, actually, um, Talia, really quick, give me a perception check. You don't perceive shit. No, okay. Am I looking for something? No. My passive perception is 12. Okay, actually, yeah, I'll just say you notice this on, on your way out. Okay. The bunny Celine was holding. It has polka dots now. Ugh. I don't notice that, do I? No. Good. I don't know what to do about that. I don't know what to do about that. You okay? Your face looks weird. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, we're going to we're going to Ernest. <laughs> so totally don't know what to do about that. Do I buy it? <laughs> yeah. I want a bunny. You want a bunny? No, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> if I want a bunny, I'll just make Cortez into a bunny. Okay. But like we okay, you know what? I'm not Nope, I'm not handling it. Not my division. Um <laughs> Well it kinda is. No. I'm not no, I'm not okay. Uh we go to the library at the front desk and ask if Ernest is in. The lady at the front desk will say, Yes indeed. I saw him uh, early this morning. Currently he is in I believe symbology today. Uh, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> oh, good. I usually have to give rather complex directions to no, get there. We are, we are familiar. Nope, I know where that one is. Excellent. Good. Awesome. On the way there, though, um, I do open the house again. Mm-hmm. Jareth, come here. What? Yeah? We're gonna go see Ernest's shop. Oh, okay. Come on. And he, he comes out. So, yeah, I know where symbology is. Mm-hmm. And... You, you follow the 
twisting path all the way down through. I believe it was uh, linguistics uh, yeah. all the way down. All the way. I know where that is. Yep. Also, the cage isn't here. I know. <laughs> you make your way down, and Alan is still in there, weaving your way through the various lockers. Oh, you again. Yeah, me again. Where's the book? I in quotations. Oh. He's just kind of like size. It's over there. Should have known. Hey, so it's over there. He points to a filing cabinet. Bad day? No, it's fine. What's that? Nine. Nine, so 15? 17? 17 plus 6, 2. Oh, no, it's plus 2 to insight? He seems a little bummed for some reason. Are you you alright? Okay, you seem... Oh, did your funding get cut? (laughs) Funding? What funding? Uh, Touche. There you go. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This seems kind of silly. I don't even know your name. Uh, You were the last person. You've kind of been like the only person that has come down and looks at a calendar. Well, since the last time you came in. Seriously? And the people going through the... I'm symbology. I research weird and obscure things that like nobody knows what they mean anymore it, i i don't get there's not a lot of demand for it well then you have lots of company today not really uh, i think the problem is that they're not here for him and he's lonely <laughs> you are lonely why you fucking study symbology <laughs> get, uh, what? because it's a very interesting subject thank you and that's why you are lonely <laughs> elbow her it's like would you stop that? <laughs> and I, I hold my hand out. Talia Arden Gray. Oh, uh huh. Alan Greenwick. Nice to meet you. Come on, Talibu. Uh, my wife, Celine Arden Gray. And the voice in his ear says, Nice to meet you. He does the classic, you know, head snap to the side to like see who the fuck is talking, but then look. Right, nice to meet you, yeah. And uh, my son, Jareth. He waves and Jareth. Hi. The researcher's respite is, I'm sure you know the trick. You know, just open the thing, do the thing. We do. So what you working on? Interesting symbol that was found on some ruins, like just south of uh, Relville. Uh, ruins from uh, as recently as the horror period. But from what we can tell, it was a settlement of, well, elves. Elves? As far as we can tell, all the writing was of known Elvish script. Do we know what the writing was? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out here. And uh, he pulls out charcoal rubbings of stone engravings. Uh-huh. The figures are all known Elven characters, but the dialect is different from anything we've come across. So uh, it's a bit of a job piecing it together. But from what I can gather, it was some kind of group of nature worshippers, possibly early worshippers of uh, the Great Oak. I see. Did they know what that place was used for other than worship? Was it like a city, a village? Uh, From what we can tell, it was some sort of community from what the uh, researchers on site were able to determine. 
they sent this whole body of text back to linguistics, but given that they apparently are also overworked and underfunded, they shunted it off onto me. So So you're going to get all the glory when you figure it out. Oh, no. <laughs> glory. There, a, there is no glory in this job. I have education, eh? <laughs> exactly. But it's been interesting. I've been having to pull sources from well, just about everywhere, pulling different references for uh, how these these specific three symbols, actually, and he like points out like three specific elven caricatures, how these are used in conjunction with these five and starts like going into detail of how these three symbols mixed with any other six symbols mean something completely different to what they mean with just like by themselves. Well, I'll stop by back in a few days and see how it's going. Thank you. You're welcome. Look at you, kind of strange. Anyway, I do have to see somebody in the respite. Extra nuts. So I show Jareth the door. Mm-hmm. All right. So to open it, you just got to use a little bit of magic. Like any magic? Eh, preferably nothing fire. Right. But yeah, any magic. He, he reaches up and touches the symbol that's revealed when you pull the cabinet and it lights up the door opens and he's just like oh cool back to you <laughs> that's a flock of wrens over there <laughs> <laughs> uh, currently you only see one wren oh okay hi wren hello uh good afternoon evening afternoon afternoon ish hmm. gets hard to keep track sometimes it does uh, Ernest is a shop. Yes, he is. Awesome. Jareth? I like, I take his cheeks and I, and I like make him look at me. The man that may be standing looking at a bookshelf? I need you to look at me. No, no, no. Eyes on me. Eyes on what? me. What? Okay. Do not look at his face. Why? Just don't look at the hole. Okay? He's got a hole in his face. It's food. That's why. It's rude. It's rude to stare. And you might get sucked in. What? Mostly it's food. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Just don't look at his face. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ernest's shop's right there. It's the mm-hmm. Devil's Delights. You go in, and Aldi's there. Celine, make a perception check. Oh, boy. Oh, that's interesting. 13. You actually notice that he is, like, one inch further to the left of where he usually stands. Hmm. Normally it's like the exact same spot. Now mm-hmm. it's one inch to the left. It's because it grooves into the floor where he stands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hmm. I go over to him. And he's just staring out. At the wall. Yep, at the wall. Good day for a wall. Mm. Things are shifting. I'll say. They always do. What do you mean? Things move. Things change. Things go back to the way they were. And it starts over again. Hmm. In time, I will no longer be able to see all from this spot, and I must move. I see that you've already moved. Mm. Is it that slow? Will you just slowly move on until you're maybe out of the shop and then just keep moving? (laughs) Like an inch every six months? No. Sometime soon, this spot will close 
to where I can only see a part, not the whole. And I must search and find for another spot to see the whole. Hmm. How soon do you think that will be? Soon. Okay, are we talking like tomorrow soon or like blizzard soon? It could be any time between now and the next 50 years. Soon. You are just as bad as blizzard, you know that? <laughs> Hello, Fortwall. Anything happened uh, in the past few days of note that you saw? A door moved. Moved? To you. For a time. How long until it goes away? Soon. Good. Do you know what it means? A resonance. Resonance. What am I resonating with? Yourself. And soon I will not be resonating with myself? When you strike a chime, the note plays, but then after a time, the note fades. It is never truly gone. It is just too quiet to hear. You have been struck. Soon the note will fade. And what if I have been struck by? <laughs> a conductor. A conductor, as in a person, or a conductor as in a metal conduit? Or like a crystal. Was that it? Honey, it literally smelled like the fairgrounds. How long will it last? It will fade soon. Not soon enough. I may tell you something. Oh. It will fade soon. Perhaps not soon enough for you, but also too soon for you. Time is time. I don't understand. Time is only itself. It is not anything to anything else. If you are able to see all, you do not see time, for time means nothing to anything not trapped in it. So, as I tell you soon now, you are also telling me now that it was too soon. And you are also telling me now of star whales. And you are also telling me now of the whole and he motions towards his face. What what all? I don't see him. <laughs> <laughs> Can't lie. <clears throat> I still don't understand. No. You do not. <sighs> Wish I could see everything. Maybe I wouldn't be so confused then. Would you like to? Seriously? For a moment. 
Okay, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm not going to get sucked into your face, am I? Like forever? No. Look at that, Dahlia. <laughs> uh, she's doing that fish thing, opening and closing her mouth. Like, she has a protest, but <laughs> doesn't know what to say of, like, don't look at forever. <laughs> but can't really say why, but at the same time is also really curious. What would Celine do? Yeah, sure. He takes a step back from where he was and motions for you to stand where he was standing. Oh, okay. I do so. And he he's continuously just looking out and he takes his hands and puts them on either side of your head. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, you see the wall of the shop. You see the shop as a whole without looking around. You see Ernest, Ren, you see, you see Rivari in her shop and every single potion label. You see Master Talden at the Aeronaut's pleasure. You see every single bubble in their hot tub. You see Felicia in her house and more and more. And it all rushes in and collides and eventually you're just floating in space, staring at a swirling cosmos of everything. And you're able to look and focus in on absolutely anything. And you focus back in on the devil's delight and you see yourself with Albie, but not now. You see when you were last here. Oh, and I was thinking of, about Stowales. <laughs> and the time before that. But you also see a time that hasn't happened yet and this infinite string. And some are different. Some look like that time you were here last time, but instead of wearing a white dress, it's red. Oh, no. Or you have black hair. Oh, hell no. And it's this entire infinity string of a million different possibilities. Can I see my parents? You focus in on your home village. And again, it you see it as it is now, but then you see it splinter off into a million infinite different reflections. And some are as it was when you saw it last. Some of them looks exactly like as it was in your childhood. Focusing in on the one that resembles like the last time you saw it, you're able to see the graveyard. Your parents' graves. You're able to see everybody that was in the town when you left it. Although you see that the the old man, Camp, he passed away. So you zoom back out and focus in on a different point. A different point you see yourself as a child with your father and mother. What does it look like? At first you almost mistake your mother for yourself as you are now. 
She's a little bit taller, but if you could walk there now, you could be mistaken for twins. And suddenly you realize you could. You could reach out and touch it now. You could step from here to there. There's no distance. I'm lifting my hand. And as you reach out to her, it all vanishes and you're touching the wall. And Albie has pulled his hands away. Talia is like right up there, mm-hmm. like really close. I was like ready to like grab her. Are you okay? I nod. Is that what you see all the time? He nods. Oh, I saw my parents. I saw my mother. Step out of the house. Come on. I tug her mm-hmm. out of that spot. As you pull her aside, Alvi steps back into the spot and continuing to stare in the same direction. You gonna be okay? I nod. Okay, well, if you're done talking to the nice man, <laughs> she like side eyes Alvi. <laughs> I nod. Okay, let's just. Keeps. Are you just like like leading me away? Yeah, like keeps Jareth behind her so they're not they don't come like anywhere near. Say <laughs> <laughs> so, let's don't look at this face. <laughs> Has Ernest been watching this entire thing? You actually haven't seen Ernest yet. No, you've oh, just okay. been talking with Albie. Okay. I go up to the counter. Does he have a bell or Yeah, there's a bell. To Jareth. You wanna do the honors? Because if your mother does it, she'll just ding it for a while. He dings the bell. The sound of bells. Right. Do you want to wait outside? No, no. All right. How are you worrying me? (laughs) There's a moment that Ernest comes out. Oh, uh, hello. How are you? Mm, uh, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? How are you? I'm... Coping. Same. I am really sorry for all of this. Ah, well. (laughs) I make some dangerous things here in my shop. I I guess I shouldn't be surprised when I hear that they've been used for less than um, altruistic means. True, but... I know this doesn't exactly make everything better, but can I throw a bunch of money at you for things? Yes, you may. Wonderful. First things first, though, I take out that staff thing that we found with the crystal. Right, yeah. So we had a staff with the glowing crystal, mm-hmm. two small spell books, mm-hmm. two undecided magical Right, items. yeah, those. He identifies one of them, dark red colored pouch okay. with a gold drawstring. This is um, uh, referred to as Dust of Disappearance. Uh, it looks like just enough for one use. You sort of um, dump it into your hand and, cat down there. <laughs> and throw it into the air. 
You and anybody within 10 feet of you become invisible anywhere from two to eight minutes. It's fairly short-lasting. Right. Handy in a pinch. The other one is an intricately carved box that is about 12 inches long, six inches wide, and six inches deep. Well, this one is uh, a bit unique. Looks down one of the aisles in his shop. That's that's about big enough. And he uh, he sits down in the middle of the aisle. Uh-huh. Uh, opened one. And it immediately like snaps open. And this white and blue cloth rolls out down 10 feet long. Then like folds out four feet wide. And all of a sudden it rises up. And there is a boat. A small little boat. Huh. Okay. Close one. And then it immediately just folds back up and the box shuts. It can do uh, three different sizes of vessel, apparently. Huh. Magic is weird. <laughs> Indeed. That's why I study it with such enthusiasm. Hmm. <laughs> then we had a string instrument with lightning in it. Right. Uh, that. Where did you find this? Benassi headquarters. Hmm. Why? This is a Mastercraft bard instrument. What's a bard? Um, uh, I, I suppose you, know, you have not you done as reading, as much reading. Um, uh, you know how when you're walking around and someone just comes up and starts singing to you, you have to punch them to get them to go away? So, street performers? <laughs> A bard is more than a, a street performer. A, a true bard is able to connect to magic through music alone. It's a very unique form of the practice. Uh, some there's been some discussion, some discourse rather on um, whether or not it's actually a study or something that people are just born with. Much like uh, Sorcerer. Oh, alright. There's some evidence to support both, which is fascinating. But this would be an instrument carried by a, a bard. I have not heard tell of any one in living memory. I don't know if we should sell it or keep it. I, I would not know what price to offer for it or who would want to buy it. Museum. Um, I'll keep it, I guess. Mm. I have no use for it, but maybe I have no idea. Mm. I'll keep it. I got two small spell books, which anytime I get anything like that usually goes to Talon to give to this one when they're ready. Well, I, I, I can take a look at them. Yeah, if you want. Because like. you're not getting them until somebody um. looks at them. Oh, yes, girl. Uh, just what we need is for you to have a possessed book. <laughs> I mean... You mean could, what? Could, could be cool. Kids also eat, my son. Kids these days. Yes, definitely your son. Stuff I want. So, here's the thing. I want a, I want a portable bowl for one. Yes, I, I have I have one of those. I've sold a couple recently, actually. Uh, no, I saw one and I wanted it. <laughs> a thousand? I'll just trade you this staff. That'll work. Okay. <laughs> so, Talia wants a new house. And this is what she's thinking. Mm -hmm. So, she's describing what she needs in it. She first and says the house is amazing and I love it. But now that our family grew, we're running into a problem. One, the horses need like an area they can run around in. 
because if they're in there for a long period of time, they just have to stand there. Mm-hmm. And that's bad for the horse. So they need an area they can like jump and move around in. They need a danger room, I guess, is what you were saying. I want a danger room. Yeah, a danger room that this one, the D- Dareth can practice spell stuff. I mean, I'm going to practice spell stuff too. They can practice spell stuff that doesn't hurt the house. Probably a few more rooms just for Jareth and Adrian. Because I knew we were going to make her a quiet room or something like that that she could go into. Or something like that. A less stimulus room that's not her room. Or something like along those lines. Anyway, extra rooms. Mm-hmm. A separate guest house thing. Because apparently they have a bunch of fucking people that keep coming in and staying. So all of this. Oh, she wants a pool and a spa. I just want a pool. I didn't say spa. I wanted a pool. Hot tub, you said. Oh, I want a hot tub and a pool. Right. Okay. Here's me thinking like practical things of like stuff that actually has come up that we actually need. And you're like, and a pool and a hot tub. Hey, hot tubs have come up and they've been very useful. Well, I've liked them, okay? Most of the I, time. Most, most, <laughs> the majority of my experiences in hot tubs have been good. I could. I could make you this. Mm-hmm. I could. It will take me three years. Damn it. All right. But I am willing to part with something. Okay. I will confess the idea for this, the idea for the tent, the the house, it was not my idea. It was something that I found and I've been sort of piecing it together on my own from what I found. It's an artifact that I discovered some time ago and I've been studying. I can show you. Okay. And he goes to the back and comes out with something that looks fairly similar to the doorknob that you guys have. Okay. Except instead of just a round handle, it's like one of those curly loop handles. Oh, okay. Mm. And he goes and puts it on a wall and lets it hang there. You open it up. Uh, This is something that's yours. I don't want to take it. <laughs> I'll sell it to you. Well, of course. I mean, of course you'd sell it, but I'm just saying, like, if it's. Is this your house? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so... Think about what you want on the inside. Okay. I think about everything I just described. A slightly bigger house than we already have. Nothing too extravagant, but a field for the horses. Or not a huge field, but, you know, a horse. A field that two horses could run around in, be horses in. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a, a guest house right off the side for the various ridiculous amounts of guests that we keep getting in this stupid house. So, yeah, just basically what I described. Also, a pool and a hot tub in the back. Small pool, not a huge, you know, Olympic-sized pool. And a water feature. And a water feature in the front. So you turn the knob and push open. And suddenly you're looking down what looks like a country lane with hedges on either side. A packed gravel path that goes down about 50 feet before widening out to a circle drive with a water feature. Water <laughs> feature. Yee! <laughs> and two houses. 
one kind of smaller, one considerably larger. Welcome to Mordenkainen's magnificent mansion. This is what I've been studying to at first make the tents, and then when you requested it, I pushed myself to make the house. And I told you I really like the house, right? <laughs> yes. Well, like I said, I could make this, but it will take a considerable amount of time. I have taken as many notes as I possibly can. In fact, lately I've been finding myself making the same discoveries over and over again. And it acts the same way as the other place? He nods. With a couple additions, well, huh, one thing I haven't quite worked out yet, and he claps his hands mm -hmm. twice, and the front door opens, and there's this semi-corporeal butler that opens the front door. Whoa. So it's haunted? <laughs> it's staffed. Staffed? By ghosts. Constructs. Ghosts. Constructs? They were never actually people. They just look like ghosts. And this was what I was trying to replicate in the painting, the, the mural. One of the parts I haven't been able to figure out quite yet. Do, do they, um... They do whatever you say. Do they turn off? You can dismiss them. You, you, you can dismiss them. Bless. Tanya's <laughs> like, like against the wall. If there is a wall, she's just like, okay. I'm going up to the, but, the ghost butler. Mm -hmm. He bows lowly. What is your name? No answer. Silent ghosts. Do they turn off? As I said, you may dismiss them, and he turns to the butler. That will be all. Bows, and in its bowed position, just flickers and fades away. Don't that just beat all? That's my catchphrase. Well, I'm using it because it is appropriate. And there's a field for horses. Turning back away from the house, you see that from the left of the entrance, there is a wrought iron gate mm -hmm. that opens up to another small pathway that leads back alongside the hedgerow, uh -huh. which you can see there is a stable and then it opens around the side of the house. And looking out, it's very similar to the mural oh. that Ernest had around, mm -hmm. except this is much more active. You actually see like birds flutter in the sky overhead and they're like trees in the far distance of the mural and you see them blow in the wind. Mm -hmm. It looks slightly more photorealistic than the mural Ernest had. Got it. That from this distance, it looks real. But if you go up close to it, you can tell that it's a painting. Wow. I have a question. Yes? So Talia had to think about all these things upon opening this door. Yes. Do we have to think about all those things every time we open it? No. Good, because I wouldn't want to be like rushing in because I have to pee and then get like nothing because I didn't think of anything. And then fall through the astral plane right onto a stairwell. If everyone leaves the premises and you close the door, you can open it again thinking of something new and it will be so. It can't change with someone else inside it. Okay. 
But if, if everyone leaves and then we close it and open it again, is it what it was last? Yes. Oh, okay. You, you don't have to think of it every time. Uh, wait, whose mansion is this? Mordenkainen's. An, Mordenkainen. An ancient spellcaster. Oh, cool. I look at Jareth. What is he doing? He's kind of just like looking around. He pulls out a magnifying glass that looks like it's actually cobbled together. It's this large piece of what looks like amber uh-huh. tied to a stick with copper cord wrapped around it. And he's close up examining the ground and the water feature. Oh. What do you see? You, uh, you remember the the symbols and st- the patterns and stuff I taught you to concentrate on? Yes. Yes, I know. I concentrate on them a lot. Well, this piece of dust is made up about a thousand of them. I poke it. <laughs> so is that like a yes, I could live here? Uh-huh. Turn back to Ernest. You're sure you can part with it? For you two, yes. For 75,000 gold. Oh, is that it? Done. Remember, we were worth half a million. <laughs> sure. What if I go in the house and take the other doorknob and open it on the wall? Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't. Chris, what? Don't you dare. What? Why? 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 Do you want to open a fucking hole? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to know um, what hap- I want to know what happens. Um. Don't. <laughs> I got that out. I want to know why. Because here's the thing, if I don't know why, there's only one thing to do. I don't know what would happen exactly, but it would not... Oh, you had focused on a danger room, yes? Yes. Jareth, would you like a bit of a a learning lesson? Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Where's that doorknob? No, no. No, No. our kids in there. No, We're we're not going to do that. Wait, wait right here. You're going to owe me 2,000 gold for this. He goes back out and comes back with a roll of fabric exactly like the one he just sold you. Uh-huh. And a bag about the size of a basketball, yeah. He goes and it's like, okay. <laughs> and he he takes you down to the danger room. Where magic can be flown around like crazy. Yeah. Okay. Everybody stand over there. And he points to... The far edge. Right, well, we, we do. Uh, oh, you do. I'm like, why? Unless I, you want to get sucked into the astral plane. I grab her arm and drag her back. What, are you going to go to the astral plane? No, I am not. We're in the astral plane. Well, there you go. <laughs> do you want to get sucked into the middle of a random point in the astral plane? You could land on a star whale. Thank you. Well, no, star whales only squish people. Okay, it could squish you. Actually, you know what? Okay, if we are basing this on real whales that eat tiny, tiny things, yeah, we no, probably it, would get eaten by it, a staff whale. Yeah. Yes, but mostly they just accidentally squish things because they also be... Yeah, we move back. Okay, he unrolls the portable hole on the ground, claps his hand twice, and a spectral butler appears. <laughs> Please stand here. And he directs him to stand like right next to the portable hole. Would you kill him? Probably. And he like comes back and stands over by you guys. Okay, um, chucks the bag uh-huh. right into the portable hole. And? And immediately, the hole starts to slowly shrink in like it's being 
like the bottom of it's being pushed down further and the edge of the cloth is just kind of edging in. And then suddenly it disappears. The, the edge of the cloth disappears, but there's still a hole in the floor and air just starts rushing towards the hole. You guys are far enough away that you aren't sucked in. I still, but, like, I, I put my arm out yeah. and block everybody. The, like, hit your hair is being blown Ooh. in towards it. Yeah. And the butler is just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And it lasts for, like, five seconds, and then it seals back up. 2,000 gold for the portable hole and the bag of holding, please. I hand it over. <laughs> wow. That is what I am worried about, opening my door inside this place. Ah, but it would be worse. Much worse. Okay. So here's an extra another conundrum. How does Jareth do? That is an issue, but not as big of a one. Give me a month. How about... So three knobs? Give me a month. Okay. And an additional 10,000. Oh no, and now we are below two. Now we're below two, yeah. That's fine. Easy. Okay. Uh, but also, we still have a shit ton of firearms to sell. That's true. I don't deal in firearms. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm like, we haven't sold those yet, so ah, yeah. that's yep, not... Got it. I have a question. Yes. Do you have any things that could help me with my concentration? As far as spells? Yes, I find that for spells that I need to concentrate on continuously if I am to get out in battle, sometimes my concentration breaks. Hmm. Not on hand, but I think I could... Let me speak to Nikki. She and I are already collaborating on a project. Oh, anything fun? Yes, actually. It's a gift. Oh, for who? <laughs> for you. And we've been trying to think of something to make for Selene as well. Oh. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> Telling it's like really <laughs> Come back after a month and we'll have your gifts and the doorknobs done. I don't have a, I only have a birthday once every four years. <laughs> uh, well, consider it a, um, consider it an early day of rebirth present then. <laughs> don't cry. We're getting presents. Don't cry. <laughs> okay. You're a Capricorn. I know. <laughs> but she also has friends. And it's been a while. <laughs> so, a month. Well, that's good. I'm waiting for news anyway. But we have some loose ends to tie up. Including, I put my arm around Jared, but not like in that noogie mm -hmm. uh -huh. that I do. <laughs> Air Pike Academy. Yes. I'm not letting my son go back to Blue Peak. Yeah, no, fuck Blue Peak. How do we enroll this one? Well, we are at just the start of the season, so if he is able to study quick and catch up, he could, uh, well, who knows, he might be advanced enough that he could, uh, skip a couple classes or three. You hear that? You're smart enough. <laughs> it's your giant head. <laughs> and that, then I kind of like, Mom! Giant, massive head. <laughs> I play with one of his... Mom! Horn rings. <laughs> I let him up. I'm sorry, I don't get to torture you that often. I have to do it while you're here. 
I can ask about getting him enrolled. Uh, it shouldn't be too much trouble. Uh, it is expensive. Oh no! I, I'm aware. Oh no! It's a, it is expensive, Talia. What shall we do? Yes, I can speak to some people in admissions. See if we can get him in. Thanks. That um, that eases my mind a bit. Yes. Well, I must get back to my shop. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's no it's no trouble. Before we leave, I go back over to LB. Thank you for showing me. I don't know if it answered any questions, but thank you anyway. He nods. I cannot show you again. That makes sense. Anyway, take care of yourself. And you. I will try. Pat him on the shoulder and I leave. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Feywild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. It helps us out a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media, so you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that too in our show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public. Plus, you'll get exclusive sneak peeks on new art, DM and player's notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent-Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent-Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Emrit Esprar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary. Chinchilla!